Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Guys, I'm drunk. And I started a Patreon. Ah, at patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. There you can find bonus content for both my podcast, The Writ Bites and Paleo Writ. For the Paleo Bites bonus content, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about Jurassic World Evolution. This is my favorite game. I have 3,000 hours played on this game. I'm not exaggerating. I'd marry it if I could marry a game. But I can't. The game can't consent. Shame. I love this game. It's the best dinosaur park builder game ever. I love it. Jurassic World Evolution, baby. We talk about it on the Patreon. Link is in the description for where you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support. And have a lovely day. Don't let anyone tell you. You can't have a good day. You can have a great day. You were going to have the best day ever. I'm drunk. I'm gonna throw up. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Roar. Welcome to Paleo Bites, the podcast more doo-doo than dodos. <laughs> My name's Matthew Dahl, and each week I'm a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by, let's see, what can I call you now? <laughs> uh, man, there's so much to say about you. There's so much to say between... You, you can make fun of my Harry Potter sweater, you could... Oh, that is a Harry Potter it sweater! It is a Harry Potter sweater! Oh, okay. What house are you? Uh, I am Slytherin. Technically, so I... Really? You're Slytherin? So I got Slytherin when I was a kid, and I took the test, and, like, as a teenager and stuff, I got Hufflepuff as an I was going to say, you're totally a Hufflepuff, surely. Like... I'm a Hufflepuff, by the you're, way. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. It's also the thing that I tell people my Zodiac sign, and they go, you're a Leo? Uh, you're so, like... That's true, because you are a Leo. I'm just at the cusp of cancer. That's right. You would be. <laughs> so... Anyways, Laura Owsley is your name. How are you? I'm fantastic. That's good. That's good. Yeah, no. I know. I remember this one person asked me. Uh, I think she was trying to flatter me. I was like, what house are you? You're a Ravenclaw, right? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm flattered, but no, I'm definitely you, a Hufflepuff. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that you think that I could answer a riddle every time I need to go, like, to my bed, but right. no, definitely not. Yeah, like, I'm not brave enough to be Gryffindor. I'm not smart enough to be a Ravenclaw. I'm not cunning mm. enough to be a Slytherin. Mm. So, by extension, I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I don't consider myself that cunning, but I guess I, I do consider myself ambitious. That's true, so and ambitious is more what they are. Yeah. When you're not using just the word, the obvious word, which is evil. You know right, right. Well, I am that as well, but I try to yeah. keep that on the downplay. Of course, of course. I mean, I didn't know you were evil. I'm a little scared right now. Ah. Uh, you should be scared, actually. <laughs> uh, I keep in that backpack in the other room a blade that I will murder you with. Okay, okay. Good to know. Okay, I'm just going to, as soon as it's over, I'm going to press the stop and then run out before you can get it. Ah. Watch <laughs> Stop the... recording! Save the laptop! Ah! <laughs> you and the demon duck and, right. and the demon frog are friends. You're all in cahoots. <laughs> we have a gang going. It's the three of us, and we're taking over the town. Demon duck, demon frog, and demon human. <laughs> yes. De- demon Denver human. Demon Denver human. We also have the Denver Saurus on our that, side. That's true. That's true. He's kind of more reluctant, though, because he's not a demon. But Yeah, he's more like the lovable like idiot who's always with the villains who like doesn't fully understand. Like, <laughs> oh, these guys are evil. Like... <laughs> He's just like, oh, yeah, like these guys are my friends. And we're like, yeah, we're murdering people. And he's like, yeah, you're like hanging out with people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's nice. <laughs> uh, I relate to that person. Right. <laughs> um, all my friends are evil, and I just, I'm so desperate to be included. I'm like, yeah, I'll. <laughs> That's totally fine. You guys go commit tax fraud. I'll be here baking cookies. <laughs> that's their most heinous crime tax fraud. <laughs> Isn't it all of our most heinous crimes? Yeah. You know what they should send? They should send a Bambi Raptor after them. And speaking of which... Speaking of which... We're talking about Bambi Raptor. What a twist. Uh, it means baby thief. <laughs> what? That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> most cunning baby. That's a Slytherin baby. Oh, so I was thinking it would stole babies, but that's way funnier what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's make sure you get an actual baby thief. But yeah, I guess a you can be a thief. That's a baby, but not okay. Yeah, that's way funnier than someone who steals babies. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do with all those babies? Like Mother Gothel stole one, and then she had to raise it for what eighteen years? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, something like that. Like <laughs> yeah, come, was come. it eighteen years? Mm-hmm. You know, it was. But I'm just wondering, did she? I was gonna say, did she get her right when she was born? But I think kind of, yeah, because you know that's a great question. She looked a lot older, but it's a cartoon. So. It's a cartoon, but like, and she had magic hair, so of course it'd be longer. Right, right, and it looks like she's born with like a full head of hair. It is the thing though that like I've seen before online of like, oh yeah, well she probably stole Rapunzel at age two. Which would make sense. She looks about two. She looks about two, but also, how would Mother Gothel survive those two years? You no, know, it was probably like a week after she was born or something. Yeah, like, which, I mean, <laughs> why would you steal a newborn? Like, all they do is scream and poop and... Yeah. I know so much about babies. Uh, um, well, my sister, since last time we recorded, my sister... Actually, no, it was after we recorded, but it was it was new that my sister has now has a baby, so... Yes, I was listening to that on the most recent episode to this date of recording oh which one was the uh with your other sister oh oh the luca we were talking about luca yes last universal common ancestor oh thank you i'm glad you're listening you're keeping up to date well you're in there (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i like talking about luca that's such a out there creature and i was like yeah let's do it (laughs) let's do it let's do it uh, speaking of out there, hmm. except not really, uh, Bambi Raptor. It's a dromaeosaur theropod, the group of dinosaurs informally known as raptors. 
Uh, so like Velociraptor and right. Utah Raptor. Velocity Raptor. Yeah. All right. Veloc- Mr. T Raptor. <laughs> Mr. T Raptor. Uh, <laughs> it's actually the Raptors are still around today in the form of rappers. Oh, that's true. Uh, so also all the, rappers are dinosaurs. Also Toronto Raptors, the basketball team. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I only know that because they're Raptors. I don't know any other basketball team. Is there a bull or something? <laughs> There's the Denver Nuggets. Because yeah. you can relate that to the dinosaur nuggets. What about the Knicks? Is there something about the Knicks? I, I know somebody named Nick. Oh, that must be who I'm thinking of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our common friend, <laughs> Nick. Okay. All right, so size 3 to 4 feet, so that's 0.9 to 1.2 meters long, 4.4 to 11 pounds, or 2.5 kilograms, so kind of cute, like a little cat or dog. Miniature hyena. Yeah, yeah. diet carnivore, though. Um Time, late Cretaceous, 76 to 72 million years ago. Not quite the meteor, but, you know, getting there. Right, right. Um, location, Montana. Ah, Montana, a- known for their babies that are thieves. <laughs> I was going to say, the only person I know from Montana is Christopher Hannah? Christopher Paulini. Oh. The, uh, the guy who wrote Aragon. <laughs> and he stole the story of Star Wars in the world of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So he, that's kind of a thief of a baby. Yeah, this is fair. This he stole is fair. Tolkien's baby and Lucas's baby. <laughs> to create his own monster baby. Yeah. I remember liking those books when I was a kid, and now I'm just... <laughs> did you ever read Aragon? Or... I never did. I never got into it. Yeah. Well, it wasn't great. Looking back on it, it's very amateurishly written, mm. which makes sense. He was 15 when he wrote it, so... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, he was 19 when it was published, but... Still. His parents were publishers. That's how it happened. Uh... <laughs> he had a head start. <laughs> yeah, that's that's quite a bit of a head start there. <laughs> I mean, I, I would be upset about it, but, you know, you got to you work with the connections you have. This Some people just true. have better connections than others. <laughs> this is very true. I know I probably would have killed for uh, one of my parents to be a publisher at 15, but, I mean, my parents were, like, teachers, and uh, my dad works in, like, non-profit sector, so... See, that's much nicer, though. Like, that... Yeah. It, it's better for the good of the world, but selfishly, you're like, I wish you were, like, worked for Disney or something. Right. <laughs> and you when... get me access to the vault. <laughs> See... See, all I had growing up was, okay, so we're going to go volunteer at this event. So you have to wake up at 5 a.m. so we can get to the event. <laughs> just like, okay. And that was just my Saturday. Right. <laughs> God. Oh, that sounds Not terrible. <laughs> but, uh, but it sounds so good. So philanthropic. I mean, it's a thing that... Uh, when I find somebody else who was raised by somebody who's like in the nonprofit world, it's like an immediate connection of like, okay, so we also had the same experience here. Like, <laughs> my right. first ever job, I remember being surprised when they handed me a paycheck. I was like, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh. Oh, there's money involved. <laughs> I'm working this hard, and I'm getting something. So therefore, you're like, I don't need to work as hard. I'll get money anyway. No. <laughs> I'll get money anyway, so it's not a big deal. Right, right. And then I went into a very lucrative field. Oh, yes. Uh, theater. Yes. Live performance. You're so rich. So rich. It's really swimming in the dough. You, you got a play coming up that's been described as the next, next, next Hamilton. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's actually the Bambi Raptor. Mm. Uh, it's just a story of Bambi, but it's dinosaurs. Well, see, that's the thing here. I'll get to it. Described in 2000, Pop Culture Pants says the classic Disney movie where Bambi Raptor and Thumpersaurus frolic <laughs> in the woods and Bambi Raptor's mother gets shot. Mm. <laughs> that's how that movie went, right? Pretty sure. R.I.P. Well, that's how your your play is going to go. Right. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's actually the exact plot. Matt's writing this show. Oh, uh, that's true. It's a joint effort. I forgot about this. We should have paid more attention in our big meetings where we right. talked about it. <laughs> Truly. I don't know how he forgot. Because uh, I, I wrote this thing. Yeah. He's a, I'm a playwright, guys. He's a playwright now. I've written books, I've written podcasts, and I've written playwrights. I've got the full starving artist millennial down pat. You'll have it all down pat. I mean, truly, I'm surprised that you have never dipped your toe into like fictional podcasting as somebody who uh, is a writer and has a podcast. That's too much work. This is valid. It's already too much work that I have to write a skit for the Ritwit every week. This is true. <laughs> but I do it because I love it. But if it's some some days I'm like, Paleo Bites is just so much easier to do. Maybe I should just dump Ritwit. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, though, because I like what I do for Ritwit. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so this cutesy-sounding dinosaur got its name because the only fossils we found of it so far are from a juvenile. Um... Or at least that's the reason they give so that Disney's lawyers don't sue the paleontologist, I'm assuming. Mm. Disney would be like, we own this dinosaur now. <laughs> and I'm sure they would try. Anytime any movie or book or whatever he wants to use Bambi Raptor, they'll have to purchase the rights. <laughs> See, that's why there's no pop culture references. See? See? <laughs> I get See? it now. That's why uh, it's not in any museums, because it's only in the museum where we're keeping Walt Disney's head. That's true. His frozen head. Right. It's his frozen head and the Bambi Raptor. Did you know what, there's a conspiracy theory hmm. that uh, the, they only made the movie Frozen, so that when people search Disney Frozen, they don't find the, the conspiracy theory about Walt Disney's frozen head. It's, it's all part of an elaborate cover-up. It's all part of an elaborate cover-up. I mean, <laughs> I want that movie redone with just frozen Walt Disney heads. <laughs> uh, everything else stays the same, right? I was going to say let it go, but it's already kind of let go off the head <laughs> uh, I can't think of a better joke than that surely <laughs> for the first time in forever I'll I... have a torso and some toes <laughs> let it go let it go my body's all the way down there <laughs> let it go let it go and you gotta drop my head too <laughs> I just imagine those like CGI ninjas of the people in the like full on green screen suits. Yeah. Right? And like they're just like moving the heads around. It's all live action. Uh, yeah. And nice. the Disney head is every character. That's true. Now, is it the actual Disney head or is it the representation of a Disney head? Oh, no, no. It's actually Walt yeah, Disney's head. It's got to be authentic. Head. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they have thoughts? 
Or do they just make it? Well, they just make it kind of bobble it around and have a voice actor. <laughs> well, it's like in Futurama, right? Like it's in that jar. Ah, uh, okay, and it has a yeah. robot body. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Exactly. All right, I get it now. There's it, actually fun fact. Uh, supposedly, yes. So there are tunnels underneath the Colorado State Capitol building. Yes. Supposedly, you're supposed to be able to find like decapitated heads, like like fossilized decapitated heads. Holy crap! Yeah. I've not seen any, like, actual proof, but it's a really fun Reddit thread to fall down. Uh, Anyways, Bambi Raptor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm known for keeping this podcast on track. Uh, (laughs) I need to trace the subject from the heads underneath Denver. (laughs) Bambi Raptors are also native to tunnels underneath the Colorado State Capitol I building. mean, th- those tunnels go all the way to Montana, remember? So, right. See? So, See? Okay. So the holotype, which is i.e. the specimen used when first describing the species, is hmm. well-preserved with the skeleton 95% complete. Huh. This is actually pretty rare. Uh, sometimes pretty we, get, cool. we get lucky where we get like hundreds of complete skeletons, like with Coelophysis Waller. Other times hmm. we like, we have one tooth. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the case with a couple of these uh, dinosaurs yeah. we've talked about? Yeah, there's only like a couple of bones. Yeah, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes you get the whole thing or get close to the whole thing. Hmm. But due to this, it's been used extensively in studies about dromaeosaurs and their connections with birds. The huh. skeleton of the Bambi raptor had a wishbone, something that all modern birds possess that helps with flapping wings. Oh. Um, as well as a lengthy arms, lengthy arms approaching the necessary wingspan necessary for full flight. Not quite, but hmm. approaching it. It even had an ossified sternum, an essential bone in helping birds fly. So maybe oh. Bambi Raptor could fly, or at least, oh or at least glide. So then, why didn't Bambi Raptor's mother fly away from the hunter? I mean, birds still get shot by hunters. You know? mm, good point. You know, golden retrievers were specifically bred to have soft mouths, mm. so that when you shot a bird, and they went to get it for you. They didn't damage the carcass further. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Like, <laughs> yeah. Think about how your dog was bred and what they were bred to do. Those, uh, those poor pugs or bulldogs. They must uh, be like, if they had known that they can barely breathe because certain <laughs> jackass humans bred them that way, <laughs> they'd be like, <laughs> as they often do, but like in an angry way, you know? My roommate's boyfriend has a uh, Shih Tzu mix. Oh, yes. And she's adorable. She's so cute. But she has zero survival instincts. Oh, yeah. So we were talking about the other day of, like, if something were to happen and she were to find herself in the woods, she has no survival instincts. So she'd try to make friends with a bear or something. Right. Like, she would just go up to the closest person and just be cute. (laughs) And then hope that they would, like, adopt her or something. I went to a dog zoo once, but they only had one breed there. It was a shit zoo. (laughs) I was just talking about how much I love puns. I know this pun, and I was fully in it. I'm like, you went to a dog zoo? There's only one dog? That's so... Oh. (laughs) Ow. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I figured you'd heard that one before, but still. (laughs) Once or twice. Yeah. But... Uh, but so, one. so yes, if the ra- if you thought the raptors in Jurassic mm. Park couldn't get any scarier, just think of them flying. <sighs> okay. Uh, although no dromaeosaur as big as the velociraptors depicted in the movies, which is, i.e., nowhere near as big as the real velociraptor, would be capable of flight. But still, this all this shows how, just how closely related Bambi raptor and, by extension, the dromaeosaur family as a whole are to modern birds. Hmm. Dromaeosaurs aren't the direct ancestor to birds, but they're very, very, very closely related, like the cousins of birds, only a few times removed. Oh. But so, of course, birds aren't real. 
Yes, that's true. They're government drones. Right. Yes. As we all know. And, um, you know, I think I've said this joke in the podcast before, but you know how some creationists think that the devil devil put dinosaur bones in the ground to test people's faith? I had no idea. Okay. Because <laughs> so, they... they um, right, right. It was actually the government put dinosaur mm. bones in there so they could have a probable ancestor for the birds that oh, were their government drones. Oh, this makes sense, of course. Yeah. I mean, ask any well now well-renowned scientist bill nye will tell you <laughs> birds government jones i mean i have a bird i i tell her all my secrets <laughs> wow that's very risky yeah and that's um that's the reason why on this podcast uh we actually have three government agents sitting here in that's the room with true. us true okay all right so um uh, in fact, some paleontologists call Bambi Raptor. I don't know if this will mean anything to you. The North mm. American version of Archaeopteryx. Have you heard of Archaeopteryx? Mm-mm. See, this means nothing to you. Archaeopteryx <laughs> was of what many paleontologists call the first bird, even though it wasn't ah. really the first bird. It was more of a relative, but and it had feather imprints all around its bone, all huh. its bones. But it had a dinosaur-like skeleton, it had a bony tail and teeth, but it clearly had feathers. And since then, we found so many more just like it, though. But um, that's interesting, though. Yeah, Archaeopteryx was actually, uh, by some stroke of luck, it was discovered the same year that Charles Darwin published his book on the origin of species, which detailed huh. the theory of evolution. Wow, that's a coincidence. <laughs> and so it made his theory a lot more plausible. <laughs> There's this intermediate mm. fossil right here. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> huh. Oh, creationists everywhere shaking their boots. Well, like I said a couple episodes ago, I grew up in Texas. So anytime mm-hmm. I try to talk about dinosaurs, they were they were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Which is so interesting. Matt and I just had this conversation off pod. Yes. Uh, that I grew up in a very Christian home. Uh, both my parents actually have master's degrees in theology. Oh, yes. Uh, and I remember actually as a little kid, I've talked about this on the pod before, actually, that as a little kid, I didn't think that dinosaurs were real. Yes, yes. Uh, because they weren't in the Bible. They didn't say God created the dinosaurs. It's God created the animals. Turns out... Because dinosaurs in... aren't animals, as we know. Right, of course. <laughs> very different things. Uh, uh, they're plant creatures. They're plant creatures, uh, <laughs> like Gollum. Uh, what? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, continue. I was really hoping that one would just slide by. <laughs> uh, but it is the thing that like, I've talked to my mom about it before, and she's been like, you know there are dinosaurs in the Bible, right, Lauren? I was like, of course. I know that. Yeah, there's some creatures in the Bible that could be described as dinosaurs. Yeah, and so it's the thing that's like... Or it could also just be a hippo or something. Uh, eh, we don't know. Uh, I don't know. I do know that a lot of Chinese dragon myths come from then finding dinosaur bones back in ancient times. Yeah, I I feel like I knew this in a way that, like, when you learn something really obvious, you feel like you already knew it. Did you know, actually, I've talked about this in another episode before. Repeat listeners are like, ugh. <laughs> but uh, the, the origin of the Cyclops came from a skull that was found of a dwarf elephant in Sicily. This is called Paleoloxodon. Because yeah. if you look at an elephant's skull, you'll find there is a big hole in the center. Oh. That's because of that's where the trunk cavity is. But they saw this and they were like, that's a big eye socket. That's so interesting. Isn't it? <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> 
Now, how do we relate this back to Bambi? Uh, <laughs> so, Cyclops was in Disney's Hercules. <laughs> ah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Just back to the Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> this name is ridiculous, though. Just one more thing to say before we rate hmm. it. Like, do you think Jurassic Park would be nearly as scary when the Bambi raptors are in the kitchen and then the kids are like, Timmy, what is it? It's a Bambi raptor. It's a Bambi raptor. <laughs> I mean, I think it does give a new meaning to a Chris Pratt raptor dad. That's true. It he makes w- it a lot cuter. Have you seen, I think I might have asked you this last time, have you seen the new Jurassic Park movie? No. Okay. There is a scene where you see the uh, him, Chris Pratt's character, Owen Grady, training with the raptors when they're little. And it is so cute. Oh, that sounds adorable. Yeah. Like there's this, that. there's this one part where like he's trying to sh- prove to them that he's an alpha. One of the things he's going to do is try and show weakness. And when they try to attack, he fights back. But one thing he tries to do, he tries to show weakness. He's like, and then Blue, his one, his favorite raptor, instead just Mm. goes up to him and pushes her head against him. Like, oh, it's okay. It's so cute. That's adorable. (laughs) Doesn't Blue try to kill him by the end of the movie? Uh, by the end of the first movie, he, mm. yeah, like when he's she's temporarily swayed by the Indominus Rex. It's a good mm. movie. <laughs> and if you want to know more about Matt's opinions on various dinosaur films, you can subscribe to him on Patreon. That's true. You can, and you will now. <laughs> All right, twenty sixty-five million. I'm gonna give this one like twenty-five million. I mean, mm. name is cute, but other than that, just a tiny raptor. If it could fly, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I think that would definitely up the rating system. I'm gonna give this three hunters. Three hunters? You mean three thumpers? No, hunters because of Bambi's mom. Oh, that's, that's why way they've more only morbid. found. Ba- that's why they've only found babies. Uh, <laughs> okay, so three. It was one hunter that took out the the mom. There was right. three. <laughs> Did That's... they all shoot poor Bambi's mom? She got hit by three bullets? <laughs> or were there two other victims? You know, it's actually... Thumper's gotta go. Thumper's gotta go. The dog's gotta have breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> Your golden retriever's gotta eat something, so... Your golden retriever And what was the thumper. what was the skunk's name? Flower? He's gotta Flower, go. Yeah, Flower's gotta go. Bambi's all alone. <laughs> Yeah, makes that scene a lot more tragic when you think about how everybody else in that movie could have died. Yep, if there were just three hunters. If there were three hunters. At a fourth, too, because then there was that one deer. I think it was his dad or something. I was like, your mother's not coming back or something. When, mm. when in the snow or something. I don't know, I've only seen a clip of it since I was a kid, but... Yeah, I honestly have not gotten back to watching that movie. That movie and Fox and the Hound, I'm like... I don't need to put myself through this again. Yeah, fucks. I don't oh, need to man. put myself through this. Like, yeah. It's not an emotional turmoil I need to relive. You know which one you really shouldn't watch again? Although I only watched this recently. I don't know how I would have handled it as a kid. The Black Cauldron. I watched part of it. And I was like, what is happening? Also, this is the most annoying comedic relief character. See, if you want to talk about Gollum... <laughs> that character kind of looks like Gollum. Kind of talks like Gollum, too. It's true. A mix, a mix of Gollum and Stitch. A little bit. <laughs> little bit. I can see that. Anyway, so that's it for this week. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact us at Matt's D at MatthewDonnerCareer.com. You can find me on social media at MatthewDonnerCareer on Facebook, at MatthewDon64 on Twitter, and MatthewDon64 on Instagram. Mm. Uh, as Laura said, I have a Patreon. If you want to, for some reason, you listen to this and like, I should give this guy some money. <laughs> She's doing a nice interpretive dance of, Thank you. of Thank you. that. So um, 
and yeah it's patreon.com slash matthew donald bonus content uh for you talk we talk about pop culture featuring prehistoric animals good stuff good stuff good stuff good stuff i get i get it's all right stuff <laughs> no, 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 it's great. It's fun. Cool. Have you listened to any of it? No. Yeah, because you're not a patron. Which because I'm broke. I just say I don't. I don't mind because yeah, we're all starving <laughs> millennials here. So. Uh, oh yeah, I also have a book series on Amazon Megazoic available for print and Kindle. Uh, as shown by the famous catchphrase, "Dinosaurs with laser guns." Pew pew roar. Pew pew roar. <laughs> great stuff. That's new ringtone. Pew pew roar! Like the more bored the roar, the better. Pew pew roar! 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 All right, well that's it for this week. This is the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. Um, <laughs> ah! Your, your mother's not coming home again, <laughs> Bambi. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Not> too dark. <laughs> Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com